the college football experience week zero DFS show on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's w y n n bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's propswap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by PixWise. PixWise is the number one home of free sports betting picks. Visit PixWise.com to make your next bet better. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at UnderdogFantasy.com with the promo code SGPN and receive a free $25 entry to use in their Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance at a million dollars. Got to do that. Also, we're brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, us. Don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store. SGPN is giving you a chance to win $100,000 NFL Week 1 exclusively on the SGPN app. This is Brock Purdy from Iowa State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. College football experience week zero DFS. I mean, this is amazing. The DFS lineup episode. Uh, my name is Colby Swinging Danterbase Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. It's easy to see a tide turn. It is easy to see a tide turn when you got football coming back. And look, I brought in the DFS God himself. We will be doing this every single week of the college football season. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving, former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. What's up, man? How we doing? It has been a long time coming, but man, we are free at last, free at last. And, and you know, what's you know that? I play a lot of DFS, whether it's NFL, whether it's MLB, whether it's golf, college basketball, you name it. My favorite hands down is college football DFS. I can't wait. Even week zero, even with a limited slate uh, or, or two slates, actually, there's like a, a day slate and a night slate. Uh, three games in the day slate, only two in the night slate. Even with this abbreviated, uh, you know, matchups uh, or number of matchups, it's still going to be a blast, and we're still going to win some money here. So uh, I'm I'm fired up, man. Yeah, and we will be doing this weekly. If you didn't listen last year, we did this weekly, and we invite you, the the fan, the listener, to come uh, join us. We play this on DraftKings. Just uh, throw in a couple bucks. Um, but also we've given away lineups that, I mean, I gave away a lineup last year that almost hit for 10 grand. It was about, it was about 15 minutes away from hitting the 10 grand ended up walking with, I think, what was that? Was that 400 or 300? Somewhere around there, right? Yeah. Um, but I gave away that lineup on air. You can come play against us and, and, and win some money. Uh, it's, it's uh, what is that under the college experience? Yes, I will. Uh, yeah. Pay, pay, uh, pay attention on Twitter. Cause I will tweet that out. At um, NC it, underscore N I C K. Thank you. And also, uh, I there is a weekly column on college football DFS as well. Usually, our pod goes into a little bit more detail, as well as the night slate, where the column just focuses on the uh, on the main slate, the uh, day slate. And, so. you, and you can find that column at sportsgamblingpodcast.com or if you download the SGPN app, which is free to download Boom. in the App Store, or Google Play Store. And I'll also be retweeting those things at the Colby D and on the College Experience uh, Twitter and Instagram feed at TCE on SGPN. All right, enough shameless plugging. Um, Let's get to this thing, right? Let's 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 hop on into the. Uh, should I do a little bit of this? Should I should I should I get the people excited with some pick Dundee music? 
Yeah, it's DFS time. Which quarterback's gonna throw for 500, huh? Which will be the right play? Will it be? That's what I always find great about DFS. Sometimes I think that the lineup that I had that almost won 10 G's, I play, I left a lot of money on the table. That's what's great about this. Sometimes you just don't try to grab the most money. You got to think about matchups. You got to think about what quarterback maybe dual threat can run and get some extra points there. Or, you know, all different ways. You know, DFS is, is crazy. It can happen. It's a lot of fun. All different ways, it, you know, you can win money. And uh, yeah, I want to say my team a season ago that, that won me the most money. I left a lot of money on the table. I just played that Wake Forest UNC game which was like a fucking arena football game with Sam Hartman and Sam Howell going crazy. So, uh, well, you know, so you, you, you roster eight players. I think you had at least five or six in that one game. And I remember, you know, when we were doing the podcast that week, I was like, well, well, Colby, you're really putting all your eggs in the same basket. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If anything, it was a good basket to have. Well, if anything, uh, I had like the, what cost me the 10 G's was I had USC's running back and even though they were playing Arizona, I just assumed they'd be up by a lot. They'd want to run it out. No, Arizona actually should have beat them. It wasn't for a deflected fourth down and like seven conversion. Uh, but also they're in the air raid. I thought there would be more dump offs. To, I had Steven Carr and they threw to the other guy step. Who's now at Nebraska a lot uh, or no, maybe it was uh, their, their was other running Samoan back. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh Anyway, I, I still won money. That lineup I gave away for free. Other lineups I made money too, and I gave away for free. So this is why you want to tune in and come play against us. Maybe you know more than than the database. Maybe you know more than NC Nick. <laughs> Bring it on. Uh, so here we go. We got the morning slate here to explain this to you guys. The morning slate on DraftKings only has a few games. I mean, there's only seven games this weekend in general, but. Uh, you got Hawaii at UCLA. Well, first with off, an o- with, with an over under of sixty eight and a half. Yes. Uh, you got UConn at Fresno State with an over under of sixty two and a half. Uh, Illinois or Nebraska at Illinois with an over under of fifty five. And those so, are those are the three games you can play in the morning slate. And therefore, just I, I mean, I think most people listening probably know this, but you might want to favor the games where more points are going to be scored. That's not that's not saying that don't roster anybody in Nebraska, Illinois, but it might be better to have more players in the other games. Yeah, yeah, and we'll get to the next lineup for the night slate uh, after this segment. But uh, before we hop into this, I want to tell folks out there that the college football experience is brought to you by WinBet. Yes, ready to win money and boost your odds. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from college football to college basketball to NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, you name it, and more. Uh, great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. You ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer—a risk-free $500 sports bet. Wow! Download, bet, and win. Download the WinBet app now, or visit WinBet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com to start winning today. All right. Well, here we go. Here we go. Starting off with the quarterback spot. NC Nick, I'm very curious to see what I mean, there's only three games, so it's not like your traditional, you know, I feel like we're gonna have a lot of overlap. Right, right. With I mean, with only three games, you're bound to. And and really when it comes down to quarterback, I would argue that the Yukon and the Illinois quarterback are not really playable. I agree. So therefore, if you agree with that, there's only four, only four guys. So my quarterback is going to be the cheapest of those four, and it's going to be Nebraska's Adrian Martinez. Interesting, interesting. Well, I mean, just look. I mean, Illinois has given up over thirty-five points a game last year. Uh, last year, the when Nebraska played the Fighting Illini, Martinez only played a series or two. Uh, McCaffrey got most of the action there. But if you go back to 2018, 2019, I mean, Martinez has had huge games against Illinois. Yeah, they in 2019, yeah. 
They outgained yeah, him by 400 yards. There you go. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and so in 2019, Martinez threw for over 300 yards and three touchdowns, while also rushing for over 100 yards. And here's and what, then hold that? on one more one more as a true freshman in 2018. He threw for 290 and three touchdowns while rushing for 55 and another touchdown against Illinois. So he's had a couple big games against Illinois. I think he can again. And you think he's only going to get better with another year of prep, another year? Uh, you know, I know they have a new OC, but still running a lot of the same stuff. Um, and Bielma breaking in a new defense with the Illini. How fast will they be able to uh, to come together as a unit? Um, uh, he, he's my super flex. So okay. I'm just, you, you, you played my guy. He's my super flex, and a lot of the reasoning. Uh, I think if you look at last year, it was a chaotic year at Nebraska. I hit on this on the uh, on the, the week zero previews and picks episode. Um, he completed almost seventy two percent of his passes uh, for seven yards of completion. Now he did only have four touchdowns and three interceptions, which was was kind of unbelievable considering the way that they were moving the ball. But he was also the team's leading rusher. 521 yards, averaging just about six yards a carry, seven rushing touchdowns. And remember, he didn't play a couple games. So uh I this guy's a fantasy juggernaut to me this year. Um and the fact that he's cheaper than the other four, you know, you can save some coin to spend up elsewhere. Cause I think he can put up similar numbers to any of to DTR, to Hayner, or to Cordero. Well, and I think there's a shot, and the reason why I didn't play DTR. Was that there's a shot because you know DTR missed some time last year and that that backup's pretty good. If they go up a, a lot of points, I don't think they want to ri- risk him being injured for the LSU game. There's a chance you could see uh, what, what, what was the the UCLA's backup quarterback name uh, Griffin Chase Griffin. Uh, this guy, you know, so I think there's a decent shot they go up 21 points or something. I wouldn't be surprised. Third quarter, you know, they sit Dorian Thompson Robinson. That, I, I love Dorian Thompson Robinson. I just didn't want to play him because of that angle. So, uh, so yes, you played one of my players on the super flex spot. So how do you want to do this? Should I, should I then give you my quarterback? Well, you know what, since we just mentioned DTR, I will tell you that he is my super flex. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I think Hawaii is going to keep it close enough where I think UCLA needs to keep their foot on the gas and similar to Martinez, you got the dual threat abilities. I mean, DTR had some huge games last year where well, he, he, he passed for over 300 ran for over a hundred versus Colorado Yeah, uh, against USC. He was over 400 all purpose yards, four touchdowns. So the ceiling for DTR is freaking, you know, crazy high. And as, as good as, as, as Hainer is Hainer was more expensive. I, I saved about 1.2 K not uh, spending up for the Fresno QB. So my two QBs are, uh, are DTR and Martinez. So I guess who's your main quarterback. Well, hold on. I want to say like, are you at all worried that what if UCLA goes up 28, nothing? Well, I mean, since I'm betting on UCLA minus 17 and a half, I'd be pretty damn happy. Um, yeah. I mean, game script could be a potential issue, but it could be for pretty much all, I mean, you know, not Hawaii. If you want Cordero, okay. I mean, he has he's kind of like DTR light or or Adrian Martinez light. Uh, but my 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 problem with him is that the UCLA defense could be really good this year. Um, and then if you're looking at the Fresno QB, well, they could be up big too potentially. Yeah. So uh, well, I I played uh, Chevon Cordero, and this guy's a stud. Um, I, I, my, my outlook is I do think UCLA's defense will be vastly improved, but I know he's going to, I think Cordero short of getting injured is going to play the entire game. And this is a guy that, you know, was, was uh, just a youngster last year. I think a freshman uh, completed, uh, you know, 14, he had 14 touchdowns, six interceptions, completing 62% of his passes, seven yards of completion. Uh, and that was without like spring ball with the Todd Graham offense. Cause look, they went from the run and shoot. Uh, to a brand new offense, kind of the running. Uh, what do they call that? There's a uh, running gun, I think, or but it, it's a, it's more heavy run. Well, Cordero is also their leading rusher from a season ago. He had 483 rushing yards, seven rushing touchdowns. So I think even if UCLA's defensive line is putting pressure on Hawaii, yes, maybe he throws a couple interceptions, but at the same time, I do think he will use his legs to get some solid uh, fantasy numbers. And I think he's going to play the whole game. Yes, I mean I love Dorian Thompson Robinson. I think he's going to be have a great year. But I'm just nervous about like what happens if they if they if they came out twenty eight sure. nothing. Um, yeah, it's a valid concern. Yeah, and I would just say I mean UCLA didn't have a great defense last year, but they did lead lead the Pac twelve in sacks and interceptions. 
that could cause turnovers that could be negative points against Cordero. But it was tough. It was a tough call because in in my first lineup, I had Cordero, then I took him out. So uh, you really can't go wrong with either guy. I find it interesting that neither of us uh, paid up for Fresno's QB, who what he was like fifth in the nation in passing yards per game last year. Well, I think that's just because there's a chance that Yukon hasn't played in two years. What if they're up? <laughs> there's like a, a decent shot they will be up twenty eight nothing. Cordero, though, I think another thing that that we should highlight before we move along here, Todd Graham is an offensive. That's his, that's his game. You know what I mean? His, his offenses uh, have been prolific, you know, uh, throughout his career. So normally it's the defensive side of the ball. You, you worry about uh, with Todd Graham coach teams. So I, I do think Cordero, even in, in it may, maybe he struggles in the first half, but when, if UCLA is up big, I, I, I just think he's going to get his in a Todd Graham offense. So that right. was, that was my logic there. All right. Hit me with your, your running back then. All right, uh, you know it's you're going to want pieces of this Fresno offense, and Ronnie Rivers has been the running back there for several years now. The dude is a stud. Last year, Fresno played six games, but he really only played in five of them. So in those five games, you know, not only did he average over 100 yards on the ground and a rushing touchdown on the ground, but he also averaged over five catches per contest. Uh, hell in that Nevada, in that Nevada game, he had, he caught nine receptions. I mean, so you're getting points through the air on the ground. Uh, I think Fresno is going to be able to kind of do what they want uh, against a bad UConn defense that gave up over 40 a game in 2019. So uh, yeah, Ronnie rivers, 7.8 K. He is my flex. Okay. He is my flex. And I look, this is son of uh, Reggie rivers, the Denver Broncos running back in the early nineties. Um, uh, th- this guy's a stud. N- you just said everything I want. I need to say uh, over five yards of rush last year, seven touchdowns. Uh, you know, and that was in limited, it's just six games. And he was also uh, getting a ton of receptions. Was the third leading rece- uh, receptions wise. He was the second leading receiver on the team receptions wise. So uh, I expect to see more of that. And I, I think uh, you know he's good. Uh, another thing is UConn's defense has not been great under Edsel. I know they had a year off to try to fix things, but I still think Rivers will get his. That's why I'm playing him there. Um, so then I'll, I'll give you my my top priced r- actual running back. Uh, it's back to Westwood or Pasadena, I should say, because this game's going to be played in Pasadena. I'm going Britton Brown. I know they brought in uh, Zach Charbonnet. But Britton Brown, you look at the stats, and I know we hit on this, uh, you know, uh, on our other episode. But he was almost leading. Everyone's talking about Demetric Felton, though the loss of Demetric Felton. I know Patty C was t- talking about this. Britton Brown was only like a hundred yards less than him uh, rushing. So, and he actually had a higher yards per average. He was averaging six point six yards a rush. Demetric Felton was averaging five point one. Only had one less touchdown. Felton had five. Britton had four. So I, and another thing is Britton Brown, no matter what chip Kelly's running backs get catches out of the backfield. All right. Felton was the starter. He had 22 catches a season ago. Britton Brown only had six, but I think that's going to happen more and more now that, I mean, I guess Charbonnet is going to be in there too, but I think Britton Brown will get his, uh, he's definitely the better at pass catching back uh, compared to Chardonnay there. (laughs) Close enough. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm being funny, but, um, uh, that's my play at, at, at 5,600. Cause I think that he's going to have a pretty good game. And one thing we do know is UCLA bringing back that whole offensive line. They have a size advantage against Hawaii. So uh, we'll see how that works out. What, what do you think of that play? I think it's a great play. I think at 5.6 K, I think you almost have to roster him. And I certainly did. I mean, the last time we saw him in action where he had the backfield to himself after Felton quit on the season, was the uh, season finale last year against Stanford, where Britton Brown ran for over 200 yards in that game. Uh, the Hawaii defensive line has a lot of moving pieces. Meanwhile, like you mentioned, UCLA has all five offensive linemen returning. I think the the UCLA ground game is basically going to be able to do whatever they want on Saturday. So yeah, especially with that low of a price, I guess you're a little bit concerned that Char- that Charbonnet is going to get some carries. But Br- Britton Brown is definitely one A compared to Chardonnay, who's one B. If that, yeah, yeah. So uh, 
So you play that. So give me your other running back then, right? So you have one running back left, right? I I do have a running back in the flex spot. So there, both of my running we backs were were Brown and Rivers. Um, let me take you to uh, UConn, and I'm gonna go uh, only four point two k Kevin Mensa. <laughs> ding ding ding! I'm on that too. That's my last running back. Dude, yeah, I mean he's had two back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons on bad offenses with poor quarterback play, you know. And the guy's just a really good running back. And Fresno is not great at stopping the run. If you're UConn, you're going to want to do a ball control, run-heavy offense to keep, you know, their to keep Fresno's offense on, on the sideline. And, so and I, to, I think to, there's yeah, a, bleed that clock, keep yeah. their chances of winning the game. Uh, I mean, at, at only 4.2 K you can get a guy who's coming off back to back 1000 yard seasons. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. And I'm trying, I'm scattering right now. I'm trying, as you're talking here, I'm trying to, I know Fresno state's defense was bad last year. They were breaking in a new DC to their credit uh, with no, with no prep really, but yeah, they charted at 106th against the run out of 127, <laughs> 106th. Now, you could, I guess you could say, well, UConn's quarterbacks are completely untested. So maybe they'll stack the line, but I still think he'll get his. Uh, so I have Mensa as, as well as my, uh, as my, I have three running backs. That's my third wow, running so back. We, we agree on all three running backs. Yeah. So right now, and one of our quarterbacks. So there's only one difference and that's Cordero to DTR uh, wide receiver wise. You know, I played this guy a lot last year. Um, I'm going to take you back to Pasadena. This is my guy. Kyle Phillips, 38 receptions. He was their go-to guy. Uh, just 370 yards. Uh, that's a, it's interesting. He's their possession receiver. Um, so just nine yards a catch, 9.7 yards a catch. However, though, he's just there on third down. This is the, the safety net for DTR. So I got him at $7,000 there. So uh, what, what do you, what do you make of Kyle Phillips? I am nervous about them being up a lot. So, but it is, I would say if you could afford 300 more dollars, I think Jalen Cropper's probably going to put up more points, but there's a Uh, much better chance that Fresno (laughs) benches their starters at UConn as very possible. (laughs) But dude, let me tell you about Cropper, man. So during the first three games of last year, he only totaled eight catches for 77 yards and a touchdown. But so he, he started getting his relationship going with Hayner, starting learning that air raid offense, his last three games. Cause they only played six. He had 29 catches for 443 yards and four touchdowns. I mean, I can go game by game. If you want here against Utah state, 10 catches, 202 yards, three touchdowns mm. against Nevada, seven for one Oh seven against New Mexico, me. against New Mexico, 12 for one thirty four and a touchdown. Kyle Phillips is a very good receiver. He's a, he's a safe guy. But he is does not have the upside that Cropper does. I don't think I have enough to go with that three hundred dollars though. I have two hundred on the table here. Oh, so I'm gonna stick. <laughs> I'm gonna stick with my guy. All right, this guy, hey Phillips. I played all the time last year. I think you knew that. You were always yeah. like, dude, you're always playing Phillips. Well, he was just he's a sure bet for points. Hey, you know I, I agree. Uh, he is a safe bet, uh, just not the upside that Cropper does. Agreed. Um, so you have Cropper then on your on your that that that's your play then, right? He is my top receiver, correct? Okay. Um, my second receiver. Actually, before I get there, I want to tell you guys that the college football experience is brought to you by PropSwap. Yes, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Football season is about to kick off, and PropSwap is here to make it your best season ever. With PropSwap, your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money; it just has to improve. For example, Trey Lance opened as a three hundred to one. Uh, to win uh, odds uh, to win the MVP this year, which is crazy. Rookie quarterback win the MVP, but it's already been bet down to seventy-five to one. That means if you, if you had bet a hundred dollars on Trey Lance back in say May, you could sell that ticket on props up today for four hundred dollars. That's a three hundred percent return before the season even kicks off. Uh, think of prop swap like a stock market, but for sports betting. Buy low, sell high. The average seller on prop swap makes uh, over five hundred dollars per month just listing and selling tickets. And when making your bets, remember to go for two. You know this one's pretty obvious. Make two, t- get two tickets on the same team or player, whatever you're doing, so, so you can sell one for profit and you keep one for yourself to have some skin in the game. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, here we are. My second receiver, man. I'm I'm staying with it, man. I am staying in Pasadena. 
going with, with this stud tight end. This guy <laughs> averaged 20 yards a catch last season. Greg Doltrich. All right. This guy, look, I know Phillips is their possession receiver, but Doltrich is their home run threat. Five touchdowns, 20 yards a grab, 26 catches a season ago. Sign me up for some. Uh, that's the thing. Chip Kelly loves the tight end. So I, I, I'm going with Doltrich. I got both uh, the two leading receivers from UCLA a season ago. So uh, at, at 6,000, I found value in him, I think. I'll say that he was in my initial lineup, but I had to to save some money in order to pay up for Cropper. So uh, so far, we are totally different with wide receivers. My second guy is a stack, a, a Nebraska stack with Martinez, and that is the Montana transfer. <laughs> He's my Samori Torre is he your third receiver? Yeah. Okay. Hey, look, he's, he's going to be playing the slot. Apparently he is taking over as the leader of that pretty new, pretty, you know, uh, changed uh, wide receiver unit for the corn Huskers. So um, it looks like he could be their you know, best option at wide out. It's a little bit of a roll of the dice. Cause we haven't seen him play in Lincoln yet, or, you know, for Nebraska yet, but uh, there's going to be offense in that game. Uh, Nebraska is going to pass for a decent amount. And I think Tory can probably put up, you know, what, at least 70, 80 yards, maybe a touchdown. I, I think this kid's a stud. I, I'm going to make this, I'm going to say the gap when you're at a really good FCS school, uh, we've seen it. Actually, we've seen, look at Georgia Southern uh, Appalachian state and coastal Carolina and Liberty have all jumped. They've all been pretty damn successful. Uh, you, I think the only one you could say that going, even UConn when they jumped back in the early two thousands, but I think the only one that went the other way really is UMass. Right, but UMass was never even. Yes, they were good on the FCS level the the, the two years before. But Montana has been a, a really good FCS school for a while, and I I just think that if if you're good enough to be dominating on the FCS level, then you can you can you can be a, a power five football player. I think, uh, and a good one. Uh, you look at his stats from from 2019. This guy had 87 catches for 1500 yards, 13 touchdowns, 17 yards a catch. Not too shabby. Yeah. Uh, I, I think this kid's a stud. I actually think like part of the reason why I'm, I'm bullish on Nebraska is I think this kid's going to be a, a electric player in college football this year. So I have him. And I think with at 4,900, it's a great value play. Nick, that's my whole roster. <laughs> you have one I more one, wide out. I right? got one guy left. Okay. My cheapest wide out. I'm going to take you back to Fresno's offense. Uh, only for four four hundred, the guy's name's Josh Kelly. Uh, yeah, two days ago, Fresno released their depth chart, and kind of surprising because uh, the the second uh, leading receiver last year was a guy by Carrick Wheatfall. Well, apparently, you know, Wheatfall and Washington transfer Ty Jones are going to be splitting time at the third wideout. The number two wideout, the starter, apparently by himself, is this guy Josh Kelly. So, I mean, Fresno is going to throw for a, a shit ton of yards. If I can, you know, take a, a little bit of a dart throw on a guy on that offense, I think it's worth it at forty four hundred, my cheapest guy. So there you go, Josh Kelly. Well, I mean, I like it. I like it because I do. Ex- and think about this, man. If, if uh, you know, he's he, if if the game if they bring in the back of quarterback, they might keep him in at wideout. It seemed like they're pretty deep at the wideout spot. So uh, I, I I could t- I can see I could see them, you know, him playing, you know, longer than just just one game. You know what I mean? Or I'm sorry, like two quarters. So I could see him playing the whole game. Um, but I feel really good about everybody except for him. Cause he's just such an unknown, but I think, I think playing on that offense, apparently he locked up a starting gig. I think it's worth a shot. There you go. You heard it here first. Um, all right, folks. Well, I want to tell you guys that the college football experience is brought to you by Pixwise. Yes, Pixwise is the number one home for free sports betting picks, props, and parlays, helmed by a team of uh, trend watching, data devouring sports fanatics, giving you the who, how, and why behind every single prediction for every game, every day, and every sport, all for free. Visit pixwise.com to make your bet better. Pixwise backs responsible gambling. If you or someone you know wants to help, call one or needs help. I'm sorry. We call one eight hundred Gambler. Um, all right, so here we are back. Uh, we're gonna make that shift to our second lineup. Now the games here on the second lineup. Uh, obviously the the Southern Utah San Jose State game, and then you have the the Battle of I ten. 
between uh, UTEP and New Mexico State. I think those are the only two, correct? Yeah, those are the only two. Yeah. So <laughs> there's only four teams to choose from. So I imagine we're going to have some similarities again. Yeah, exactly, man. So uh, 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 this one, I'm very curious. I mean, yes. I mean, I feel like we have to be, uh, you know, playing the same players here. But I'm very curious. Where do you go at the quarterback spot? Well, I just thought there was too many question marks for the New Mexico State or the Southern Utah quarterback. So I went with Gavin Hardison from UTEP at 5.7K. You know, his experience, he's started about a year and a half. He's not that great, but. You know, New Mexico State in the spring, they just gave up 43 points to Tarleton and 29 points to Dixie State. And uh, Hardison has some weapons. So, at, especially at only 5.7K, um, yeah, he's my QB. Well, if you listen to our picks podcast, uh, uh, preview and picks episode, uh, I, I'm taking New Mexico State to win this game. So. <laughs> I, I, you know, for a second, I flirted with doing the Hardison thing, but I remember watching and saying, I don't think he's very good. Right. <laughs> he probably isn't. And, and uh, then I just said, you know what? I know New Mexico States had just more than any team in all of college football, the craziest uh, off season or COVID, you know, years, whatever you want to say. Um, but Jonah Johnson Yes, you look at his stats. Uh, there's some question marks there, but if you look at the second game as opposed to the first, kind of opened it up. But he, you know, he only he, they had a two-game spring season. He threw for just shy of 400 yards, so basically 200 yards a game. But the second game was a lot better. Only one touchdown and three picks. But here's the here's <laughs> why I like him. He can run. He had two. Ru- he had he had actually uh, yeah four rushing touchdowns, 80 yards rushing. Uh, so. Uh, that's my, my logic is just dual threat. He's probably going to make some turnovers, but I'm just hoping that, uh, you know, he gets a, a rushing touchdown or a, you know, a passing touchdown. And I just think he's, I'd rather have dual threat than Hardison. If that makes sense. <laughs> what was his price tag? He was more expensive though, right? 6,000. What was Hardison? Uh, okay. He's only what? $300 more expensive. So that's manageable. Uh, yeah. I mean, he does have, I, I I'll say he offers more upside, but there's a lot more variance as to what he might do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and there's a, by the way, there's a chance. Now this one, I think Hardison is going to be the guy Johnson was in a battle. Now he was named a starting quarterback. He started in the spring, but I guess you can make the case that, uh, you know, if things don't go good. Yeah. And actually I, I have 500 extra bucks that I'm not using. So I could spend up on Johnson instead of Hardison. I'm going to go with more of the safe bet here. Uh, I don't think, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, your boy could throw two picks and get pulled in the first quarter. Uh, I'm going to go Hardison, but I see your logic at least um, my other quarterback in the super flex. I don't love this either because San Jose state could be up by a lot and he might not play in the second half, but I did spend up 8.7 K for Nick Starkle. I'm concerned about, they might not need to pass the ball either, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but with the, with the, with the other question marks at New Mexico state and at Southern Utah, um, I paid up for Starkle and remember San Jose state got a game next week at UC or USC. So do they pull them quick? I don't know. I didn't go Starkle, even though I like, uh, you know, I love me some San Jose state. We're both on the over this year as a lock. Um, I didn't play a second quarterback on this slate. So ah, okay. yeah, I kept it. I kept it uh, just to Jonah Johnson and then the Aggies. So uh, uh, all right, guys, before we get to the next one, I want to tell you the college football experience is brought to you by prize picks. Yes. Um, turn your picks into real cash with prize picks. My favorite daily fantasy app. Uh, it's fast and it's easy. And it all starts with prize picks. Simply pick two to five players and decide if they will go over or under, you know, their stat projection, the more players you pick, the more you can win essentially up to 10 times your money. Prize picks is the only way I play. Use our promo code SGP to receive a hundred percent instant deposit match up to a hundred dollars. That's prize picks promo code S G P. All right. Um, running backs or, or should I play the super flex? What, what are we doing here? Uh, yeah, well, let's just go straight into straight into running back since you don't have any other quarterbacks. So, who's your top running back? My top, I think we'll probably have the same guy. Well, my top running back is my super flex. All right, who is it then? It's uh, it's it's in El Paso. He's a guy named Dion Hankins. 
This guy uh, was was a stud last year, basically getting five yards of rush, nine touchdowns, five hundred ninety-two yards. And as a guy that actually watched a couple UTEP games, Hardison wasn't very good. <laughs> so they run the ball a lot. Hardison, I mean, dude, Hardison <laughs> completed just fifty-four percent of his passes <laughs> last year. Uh, so I said I didn't like it. <laughs> And and by the way, that backup got a lot of burn too. So I, I think Hardison might have been pulled a couple times too. So maybe maybe I'm wrong on that. Uh, Jonah Johnson might get pulled first. Um, Hankins though was was their offense. Uh, as he goes, they go. Um, now I will say the only scary thing is he had only one reception last year. <laughs> yeah, they he is just a workhorse. All right, they just give him the ball. Uh, 121 rushes uh, for 592 yards. He's their offense. Yeah, I mean, th- there's not a whole lot of sure bets on this slate. I think he's the one, maybe maybe the only one. So you have to roster him. I, I certainly have him as well. Well, and New Mexico State, another thing that that happened, you know, if in case people aren't caught up, Doug Martin, the head coach in Mexico State, has really been put in a tough spot. He's, I think, uh, I can't even recall the exact percentage off the top of my head here, but he's basically anyone that was a, a an older player on those teams, a junior or senior, left because they couldn't practice in the state of New Mexico. They didn't have a, a se- you know, they're an FBS team. They didn't have a season. And then uh, they, it was just chaotic. Everyone left to go play a lot. A lot of them went to go play New Mexico because uh, at New Mexico they played. So, and then you, with the transfer portal, no sitting out and everything and the COVID rules. So he's basically in, uh, has a team that is all freshmen and sophomores. Uh, I think it's like 75% of the team is freshmen and sophomores. Uh, so I, I, I do have questions on their run defense. I extremely <laughs> have questions on their run defense as you should. Yeah. So, so that's why I am going to take, you know, him in the flex spot and, and maybe Hankins can get off. But I'll tell you this man. And, and I don't, I didn't, I didn't uh, really, it didn't really dawn on me, but man, you know, UTEP also had another running back named Joshua fields who, who got some burn too. 68 rushes. So uh, yeah. I don't know, maybe if they, uh, if, if you're looking for small value, Although I don't think, I think this is going to be a game. So I think Hankins Hankins is their guy. I don't see them being up by a lot of points and uh, this is a rivalry game battle. The I 10. So yeah, give me Deion Hankins. I know it's he's expensive $7,000, but that's my super flex. All right. Yeah. He's my top running back. Um, So moving. So I'm going to give you my second running back and my flex because they're both running backs for the same team. And that is Tyler Nevins. And that is Kerry Robinson, both for San Jose State. I know it's a little weird to roster two running backs for the same team, but we could have a scenario where Nevins gets all the first half carries and Robinson gets all the second half carries. For a backup, Kerry Robinson is actually pretty good too. You know, I think he ran for over 100 yards at least once last year. Uh, I think both could get you know their numbers, their stats in the same game because it could be like a real blowout here. Uh, and we have the so same many, running backs. I, I did the do? same play because okay. <laughs> well, well, there was too much uncertainty. I was I wanted the New exactly. Mexico State running back. I was but, close. Yeah, I was close. But there's like, uh, dude, I read an article that they had like three or four running backs that could. St- they don't know who's starting. Essentially, they were like, "Well, he's got four running backs," and I'm like, "Well, I'm not touching that." You know what yeah, I mean? So yeah. I know that I know that. Uh, well, N- Nevins is is a complete animal. Robinson was a beast last year too. So I, I right. know that they're going to have opportunity against Southern Utah. Now, uh, obviously, Southern Utah uh, decent uh, on the defensive side of things uh, in their front seven in the Big Sky. But this is a this is a horse of another color here. So yeah, I did play both running backs uh, for the Spartans. Uh, I know that sounds crazy, but that's also guys. That's why I, when I hit that big wake forest one, I played like all their wide receivers, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, so when I almost hit that 10 G's, that was because I was like, dude, I, you understand the situation. You're like, man, North Carolina's defense hasn't stopped the nosebleed. Let's roll with this. Well, I think Southern Utah, despite them having a really good linebacker who might be the best defensive player in all the FCS. Um, and they got an, an, a, a, the front seven returns a lot. I just think this is San Jose state. This is a team that went undefeated a season ago in the mountain yeah. West, which is just, I think a lot better than the big sky. Uh, so I think they're going to have their opportunities to just, and, and also that? grabbing Robinson might differentiate, differentiate yourself from other you know people also, because most people aren't going to pay over five K for a backup. Yeah. So I think that might help make your lineup different than others, which is usually a good thing. There you go. All right, folks. I want to tell you that the college football experience is also brought to you by 
Paramount Plus. The summer of soccer continues on Paramount Plus. Stream over 2,000 matches a year from around the world. That's all the heart pounding drama from CBS Sports, including uh, the UEFA Champions League, Europa League, Italy's Serie A, Argentina's Primera, uh, Division. I don't know, but uh, they have a shit ton of soccer featuring all the stars from the U.S. and men's uh, or Mexicans men's national teams. Uh, plus much more. It's it's the best of the most beautiful game with all the beautiful names like Messi, Messi, Mbappe, Ronaldo be part of the excitement as champions are crowned and history is made. The world's game lives here on paramount plus visit paramountplus.com to start your free trial and stream every match live. Um, all right. So we, we basically had the same exact backs, right? Yeah. Yeah. All three of them. Right. Yeah, yeah, you played Hankins at the at the at the regular flex, right? Uh, well, technically, he's, I guess technically he's my running back. Whatever, you okay. know, my flex. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. I have three running backs on my roster, and you know, you have the same three. Do you have a fourth? Because you had no, because you only had one quarterback. No, I I, I loaded up with uh, with wide receivers wide here, um, and I I took a shot on uh, who's my highest price wide. I'm taking you to uh, back to back to the battle of I ten here. <laughs> I'm going with Jacob Cowing. Same here. Uh, this guy, 41 catches, see, 691 yards, getting about 17 yards of grab, three touchdowns. I don't care if I, you know, what quarterback's in, if it's Hardison or if it's Brownholtz. <laughs> uh, he's going to get his, I think, especially against an unproven defense. Uh, I understand the logic on saying, well, you know, the other receivers is a, uh, the other receiver there. Uh, in in El Paso is the more of the possession receiver, but Cowing's their home run threat, uh, and I think he'll continue to be, and I think he'll have a lot of opportunity against this really unproven defense. So uh, at at sixty eight hundred, he's actually in my flex spot. Doesn't really matter, I guess, when it's, when you shake it all out. But sixty eight hundred, Jacob Cowing, we have the same team essentially, Nick. Well, I mean, we, we, our quarterbacks are different, so that there, there's that. So yeah, I had Cowing also. The dude averaged almost 100 yards per game last year. He obviously he has a good relationship with Hardison, and I mean, against his defense, he, he'll have ample opportunities. So yeah, I have Cowing also. My second guy, I'll, I'll be interested if you have him or not, because this is so my whole roster except for one guy is either on UTEP or San Jose State. <laughs> my one guy who isn't is actually on Southern Utah. Do we have the it, same roster, dude. Is it Landon Meesum? Yes, it is. The guy's a beast. He, I think he had what three 100 yard games out of five or six in the spring. I was I reading, mean, reading something too, that he could set like a big sky record, which is saying something, man. The big sky is a very good football conference. Weber state, Montana, Montana yeah. state. Idaho, uh, Eastern Washington, They're, those nor even Northern Arizona, not that long ago was th- this is a, a rich conference as far as FCS history goes. Sure. And if you want to talk game script, they're probably going to be down. They're probably going to have to throw often. There's going to be a soft defense in a, like a prevent zone. It should be as long as that quarterback can get him the ball, there should be opportunity for him. He was getting 17 yards, a, ca- uh, a catch last year. And, and this guy's electric man. And, and I, I actually think the quarterback is, is solid too, man. I went and watched some film. I would watch Southern Utah in the spring. I'd watch that game against Northern Arizona and I'd watch the game against Weber state. Well, they, they had a second game against Northern Arizona. I watched that this week. The, the, I mean, I know that's them playing Northern Arizona, which obviously San Jose state's defense was very good last year, but I wonder if you call off the dogs, you know, the, the, they have a decent team, man. I mean, uh, the J- Justin Miller, and, and this this wideout uh, that you're talking about, Meesum, they were solid. They had a, a pretty good connection. So I, I think there's great value here because if San Jose State's up, you know, 35 nothing, they're just going to be airing this thing out. Right, right. Well, I have only have one guy left. I believe you have two. So why don't you, why don't you do the honors on the next guy? All right, but first I'll tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Underdog. Make sure you head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a free twenty five dollars. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at a million dollars because essentially you take that free twenty five dollars, you submit it for a shot at a million dollars. So download the app and sign up at UnderdogFantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. And while you're downloading apps, you might as well download us. Yes, the SGPN app. It's now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. And remember on that app, you're going to get NC Nick's column. He writes about DFS every single week. So, all right. So I'm going to take you to royalty royalty here, Nick. You might remember 
I think it was an offensive lineman or defensive lineman, Derek Deese. Okay. Played in the NFL. Sure. Believe, believe with the Niners and maybe even the Cowboys. His son is Derek Deese Jr. at San Jose State, and he's pretty darn good. Uh, he had five touchdowns a season ago. They love him in the red zone. He was actually had their most receiving touchdowns. Uh, and and here's another thing: the one area that's unproven at San Jose State, the wide receiver spot. They lose two of three from a season ago. Uh, Deese Jr. is the only continuity with with Starkle still there. Sure. So sure. I, I I'm going to take Derek Deese Jr. at 4700. Uh, I like I like him in the red zone. He's their red zone guy. So. I see opportunity I like for points. I like it. I didn't have them. Couldn't afford them. Makes sense, especially with all the turnover at receiver, which kind of leads into my last guy. Who's only, he's only three K. So, you know, San Jose state only has to replace three stars on the whole team. One on defense and the two receivers from last year, Bailey Gaither and Trey Walker. Apparently the two receivers that are going to be taking their spot because their depth chart was just released three days ago. Uh, Jermaine Braddock. And a freshman I had never heard of, Terrence Lowville. Jermaine Braddock is 5.8K. Well, the freshman is only 3K. Uh, so apparently, I don't know, you don't know where he came from, but apparently he, you know, has made some noise in in their, you know, training camp or their practice, whatever you want to call it. So I rolled the dice and I you know, spent 3K on Terrence Lowville. Also, similar to what you said about one of the other guys, is that even if San Jose State's up big. You know, this guy needs reps, so maybe he stays in the game longer. Uh, it's a it's a kind of a dart throw, obviously. The guy's only three K, but he actually is starting over some receivers with more experience. So maybe there's a chance this guy's legit. There we go. Uh so wait, you ha- you're done then, right? I'm done. You have one more, right? Yeah, and I took a shot. I, le- I actually left three thirty one hundred dollars on the table. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I took a shot and I basically did this as a simple, uh, and you know, look, they have their t- New Mexico state's top ra- uh, rated whiteout value wise on DFS is Robert downs. The third, well, Robert downs, the third had, you know, he, they only, they played two games in the spring. He had five for 53 and a touchdown. He also, uh, I think had a rushing touchdown as well, but, uh, I went with the low 4,100 play of Terrell Warner because he had eight for one Oh five didn't score any touchdowns, but he is their clear number one, in my opinion from the spring. So give me Terrell Warner at 4,100 as my play against UTEP. And here's one thing I think, I mean, this is a rivalry game. I do expect there to be offense in this game. Cause I think both defense is kind of a mess, <laughs> right? So I, I do think there's opportunity. Maybe maybe Downs is the play. Maybe uh, DraftKings knows something I don't know. I could afford Downs, and I decided not to. I wanted Warner because I'm like, okay, Ballsy. It's look, he only had one receiving touchdown. Yes, yeah. he had another one on a reverse or something. But um, Warner is it had eight for 105. He also had a, a higher yards per average per catch. Um, this this is a guy that even in spring. How about this? You want spring stats? He had he had. The more targets in the spring game, uh, uh, Terrell Warner. That is so. I think you go with Terrell Warner over Robert Downs. That's my. I mean, I'm taking a <laughs> shot. I'm taking a shot here. Let's be honest. I'll, I'll say this: you can't go wrong because they have like five wideouts that got similar. Warner had eight. There's Harity who had six. I mean, Bodison who had five. I mean, you could just you take a shot. I don't think there's enough data to back up. Once again, uh, like I said, in the spring they played just two games. So Wait, on this on the slate here, there's only like a handful of of sure things. Everybody else is a shot. Okay, so you got your shot. Fire that gun, man. I, I I'm firing my gun on a couple of guys that I've never seen before or <laughs> or, or or heard of before either. So uh, that what you know that's what makes it fun. Are you, that's are, why we play. What, what what time? So it's at what time is that game? So it's at nine over there. You're gonna be watching the Battle of I ten. I'll watch that one. The later one is going to be on too late, but I'll be watching UTEP and uh, New Mexico State. There we go. The battle yes, of sir. I 10. College football's back. Yes, exactly. Uh, look, it starts out. Who would have thought? Everyone thinks, oh, Nebraska, Illinois is a rivalry game because it's in conference. No, the only <laughs> rivalry game happening week one. Actually, there's two. I, I, I'm lying to you. There is an FCS game, but it's not on the DFS slate because uh, I was reading uh, this morning at Eastern Illinois and uh, Indiana State meeting for the 88th. 
time. Ooh, yeah. Bad blood between those guys. There you go. So there we got two rivalry games that and the battle of I 10 UTEP and New Mexico state guys. If you're a first time listener to the college football experience, make sure you check out our weekly picks episode. Uh, we just dropped that for week zero where we go through every game, including the FCS slate. Uh, we will do that each week of the season. And also it's still preseason. So we have uh, dropped 130 podcasts. We have a solo podcast for every single team in the FBS. And we got an FCS episode coming where we'll highlight the top teams in the FB uh, or in the FCS. If I could talk. Uh, so subscribe to the college football experience, tell a friend. And also remember subscribe to the college basketball experience feed. We just talked New Mexico state and UTEP. What UTEP goes out and hires what Abilene Christians head coach. Uh, what was it? I think his name is Joe. Is it Joe Golding? I can't recall. But uh, and then New Mexico State's had a rich program. They ha- they were affected last year by COVID, but co- when it comes to college basketball, that's a that's a really good mid major for the past ten years, 10, 15, 20 years, something like that. Um, but and how about Penny Hardaway just killing it on the recruiting front? Penny Hardaway, Memphis, Michigan. It's going to be a really exciting year in college basketball. So subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. We'll have you we'll have you covered. Uh, over there, we talk college basketball year round. We're over here. We talk college football year round. So subscribe, tell a friend me NC Nick here, Patty C third man in the booth or third man. That's normally uh, here, but, but not on this episode. Uh, we uh, have handicapped every single division one college football and college basketball game for the past four years. And we've never had a losing season. Never, not once individually for each sport. Uh, so obviously as a collective, we're way over 500. And also way over 500 on our locks. We give you all that for free on the SGPN app, which you can download for free in the Google Play Store app store. Uh, not only will you get our podcasts, our picks, our NC Nick's articles, but you also get everything. Our guest appearances, Bill Burr, uh, Larry the Cable Guy. Uh, I mean, just, just too many to name. Randy Cross, Phil Steele, all of them coming on the show. You'll get all those episodes for free. All right. Um, yeah, but I'll tell you this: if you could give us a, a, a if you get that SGPN app, if you give us a five star review, say some nice things about us, then uh, then take a screenshot of your review. Find me on Twitter at the Colby D, and we'll send you a College Experience T shirt. How about that? Brand new, not out of Patty C's closet at the Colby D. Uh, Patty C's on Twitter, Patty C831, NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K, the college football experience, new to Twitter and Instagram at TCE on SGPN, and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. Give them all a follow. Have a following frenzy. Uh, and also check out the Slack channel, Sports Gambling Podcast as well. All right, folks, this is the college football experience, week zero DFS episode. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here.